This lady that I have speaking first, she is faithful in everything that she does. I've never known of her to, I'm sure she's, I know she's not perfect because none of us are, but I've never known of her. Sometimes we see people and we think they don't struggle with anything. You know, they, they have it all together, you know, and, and, you know, we didn't always look this good. You know, God, God did things in our lives to help us to be all that we are today. And sometimes we don't see struggles. We don't see things that people go through. And I know that she's been through stuff, but she's remained faithful. And everything, like, just some people amaze me. And she is definitely one that amazes me. I love her. I adore her. I love to be around her. I'm looking forward to ladies' conference next week because she's going to be my roommate. And God bless Sister Sherry. Come and give what God's given to you tonight. Praise the Lord. Um, if you can put Revelations 12.1. Um, Revelations 12.11. I'm so sorry. They say, and they overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. So, and they, meaning, I mean, you reflect it and you apply it to your life. And we, or you, or us, are overcomers, overcomer by him, by the enemy, by the blood of the lamb, and by the word of your testimony, your testimony or our testimony. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit of the beginning of my relationship with the Lord when I came to know him. Um, I moved to Visalia in November of 1988 from New Mexico. I moved to California to run away from a marriage, a bad marriage. Unfortunately, that bad marriage followed me in December of that same year. I lived for a period of time in Visalia with my brother and the husband the ex-husband. <laughs> I received the Holy Ghost in early December of that year, and I was baptized in January of 1989. Upon securing my own place in Visalia on 3rd Street, just up the street from the Oval Park, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that location, um, this is where things became, became to become unpleasant, but I was determined to try to make it work. With that said, this is where the physical and verbal abuse became to more became to become more intensely intense, bad. <laughs> the positive thing about the location where I lived, it was located a few blocks away from the church that I attended. So this brings me to an incident where we were having revival with none other than Brother Sam Emery for a full week. Um, it was entitled, it was called Six Days Heaven on Earth. Um, so the kid's father, 
he wasn't serving God. So um, the kid's father did not want to allow me to attend one of the evening services. So I went without my daughter. At this point, his brother and his cousin were with us. Upon my return, I asked his brothers and cousins where he was because I wanted to know where my daughter was. None other than the devil himself, the kid's father, came behind me as I entered into the gate into the front porch. He was going off about who did I think I was, um, trying to look for the child, trying to look for my my daughter, and he was pushing me up the steps. Um, You know, we were in revival. It was very powerful. (laughs) I heard a voice say, don't let him push you around. I was thinking in my mind, what? I was like, okay. So I turned around and I told him, you need to stop pushing me around. Talk about Holy Ghost boldness. <laughs> I, I shocked him and I shocked myself, but it was all God. It was totally God. As we entered into the living room, he was still going off. But I still had that Holy Ghost boldness, and I, that was over me. And I was telling him, like, come on, you want to fight? Fight. Come on, let's fight, you know? But anyway, calmest, calmest, things calmed down, thank goodness. So not longer after this incident and many other incidents, it was time for me to ask him to leave. For some reason, I was not at the location at that house that we lived in. But I arrived with my pastor and his wife, the ones I had at that time, and they asked me if I, if I wanted them to go in with me. And I said, no. So, like, I'm not kidding, like, you know, Pastor Rogan spoke on this. As I entered into the home and I sat down, I felt another presence with me who sat right next to me. I wasn't scared. Talk about an experience. Psalms 34, 7, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and dwelleth with them. He did leave for a long period of time. Unfortunately, I allowed him back into my life. Things in the church that I was attending happened that I didn't understand. Um, I was new in the Lord. This was Brother Hernandez's church way back in the day. <laughs> I, know you, I know you can relate or you know on 3rd Street or 1st Street, yeah. Um, so I needed to find a church that taught one God, one faith, and one baptism in Jesus' name. So with God's guidance, I found First Pentecostal Church, also known as Abundant Life Center on Mooney. So another incident happened in the apartment in Visalia. Um, When he came back, well, um, a lot of other family members came back as well. And that's okay, you know, it's life. (laughs) Of course, okay, so there was a park located in this apartment complex, and we were all eating dinner. We made dinner and everything, but he wasn't hungry. So we all went to the park. So we were all at the park, so him and I went back to the apartment so he can eat because he hadn't eaten. So I warmed it up in the microwave. Well, he lost it because I warmed it up in the microwave. Okay. So um, there was a laundry room next to the kitchen, and um, 
you know, when he was, when we were having our confrontation, um, he was on top of me and he was choking me. And um, all I could do, because, you know, knowing the Lord, knowing God, all I could do was look at him in his face, you know, while he's on top of me. And I'm saying, look, not talking to him, but talking to God and saying, because I know God can hear you. He knows your thoughts. And he's on top of me, you know, and I'm like, and I, I thought in my mind, speaking to the enemy, because, you know, and I said, go ahead, devil, go ahead. Go ahead and kill me because you know where I'm going to go. Um, and he jumped off of me. And um, the scripture that I want to relate to this is Ephesians 6, 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. And um, this is my last, well, there's a lot of other incidents, but this is my last one that I'm going to share. <laughs> it was, it was um, a Wednesday night service here at the water slide. The kid's father had returned from a long, long time of working out of town, and he brought a friend back with him. Not long before he had come back, I promised to God, I said, God, because I was afraid of him, yes, I was. Um, I'm not going to tell him little white lies because I would try to, I would cover up things so I, so I wouldn't get in trouble, you know, so he wouldn't lose it, you know. So when he came back, there was a notification that came in the mail as a result of a test, and he asked me about, about it and if I had seen a male doctor. And I wanted to so bad say, no, it was a girl doctor. But it wasn't, and I told him the truth. And of course, he lost it. And um, my children were little, and unfortunately, they knew to go to their room because they just knew. Um, okay. This, the discussion between the kid's father and I proceeded to the bedroom. So he brought back somebody with him, right, from being working out of town. And that individual was in the living room, so we went back to the, we went back to the bedroom. This was after service on a Wednesday night service, and it was, a, it was an awesome service at the water slide. Um, during this physical altercation, I called out to that other individual in the living room to help me, and he never came. After all calmed down and I was talking to God, I was like, God, this guy could have killed me. This was the last physical altercation. The next day was Thursday, because that was a Wednesday night service. The kid's father picked me up for lunch. We went to the Visalia flea market. As we were walking, myself, him, and his friend, I was hurting. I was in pain. I had bruises on my body. My leg was killing me because of what had happened the previous night. And I was like, whoa, he acts like nothing even happened last night. Like, big deal. Nothing happened. So I returned to work, and I reached out to the United Way, and I, entered, I ended up in a battered women's shelter. That was the end of that relationship. Romans 8, 37 says, Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, things that happen in our life, will that separate you from the love of God? nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, things to come, nor heights, nor death, nor any other creature. No other person, don't let anybody take you away from the things of God or from God. 
shall be able to separate, separate us from the, the love of God, which is Christ Jesus our Lord. My advice to young people, to everyone, well, to young people, hang on to God no matter what. It wasn't God's will that I go through what I went through because I didn't listen to him. He tried to call me several times before going through all of this. I was young. I didn't have any kids, you know. I finished high school, went to another school, and I was done, you know. And like, hey, I didn't think I needed God. But I was so wrong. So um, I want to thank you for all your time. God bless.